I mean, it's kind of cute, right? Hello, and welcome back to Kinda Cute. And if you're new here, welcome. My name's Bailey Evan. I'm your host, and on Kinda Cute, we discuss articles from the cut and my general pop culture musings. Guys, I don't know why I'm just feeling the need today to start out with what might sound like an ad, but lo and behold, I've never had an ad on this podcast, so manifest that for me in 2021, but until that time, I wanted to tell you guys that we have a tushy now, and in case you don't know what a tushy is, it's like this bidet that you plug into your toilet, kind of. It's like a little, you know... Uh, accessory to your toilet if you will and it sprays water up your booty hole to get it clean and Kenzie set it up for me we have the spa version that also has like warm water but we haven't set up that part yet we're gonna wait till our hopeful eventual bathroom makeover but I just wanted to share that with you guys because the regular tushy I want to say it's only like $69 $79 and there's always specials on it so I just want to start out with a bang put that out there, talk about one of my favorite Christmas presents. And moving on, I've done some weird things for this podcast. I've talked about some weird things on this podcast. We're at 71 episodes now. You know, shit's gone down. But one of the weirder things I've done to date is purchase the Ratatouille musical, the TikTok musical, and uh, watch it during my lunch hour at work. Yes, Kenzie was the one who informed me because it was like a limited run. And from like January 1st to January 4th, you could donate however much you wanted and get access to it. We paid $25 and we were able to access this musical. And I talked about it a few episodes ago about how I thought it was the most insane, miraculous thing. that This started out with someone doing a little song of like what she would envision the Ratatouille musical having in it. And it spurred there being a playbill, all of these dances made to it on TikTok, all these people creating songs. And it all came together. And this obviously was like a Zoom filled. It wasn't on a stage. It was everyone filming like alone in their house on their computer. It was low budge in that aspect. But the fact that they had full on, they had a symphony performing in masks. They had that all, you know, layered in with the editing of the movies. And it was a lot of them were filmed TikTok style. So they had like the TikTok filters, like, you know, the ones where you can have like three little dancing people. If you've never been on TikTok, this will probably make no sense. It barely made sense to me. And I've spent a lot of time on TikTok to the point where I kind of had to like wean myself off of it. It's one of those things that I like go lay in my bed. And next thing I know, it's midnight. And you guys know I'm a 10 p.m. kind of gal. I'm trying to get that beauty sleep in. I need it. So Titus Burgess is a star. He plays Remy the Rat. And his brother is played by Adam Lambert, the friend from Emily in Paris. Uh, I think her name's Allison Pack. Oh, Ashley Pack or Park? Ashley Park. Um, she plays Colette. Um, the kid who plays Linguini, he starred in Dear Evan Hansen after uh, Ben Platt left. Ben, why can't I remember any names right now? Ben, ben Platt. Ben Platt. <laughs> I had it right. I, I had it right. I just kind of added. I kind of added on an H at the end. Um, so. It was just, it was really a feat that it all got put together. It was corny. It was cheesy as hell. Did I watch every minute of it? Was it better than Cats the Movie? Definitively, yes. There were some disturbing parts. Like, again, this is a TikTok reference that is very specific to TikTok. It is what I call the dolphin dance, where people kind of put their 
hands above their head and kind of roll their body as they hop off the screen. It reminds me of something we did in Tridelt to make fun of the mascot being a dolphin. Uh, it, it's it's a very strange looking dance that I would not be able to roll my body to the extent it requires. And seeing mice, like little people dressed up in, you know, mice ears with little drawn on whiskers doing that dance while Titus Burgess is singing about being Remy the Ratatouille Rat. Again, it was just an experience. I didn't think that that's where I would be in 21, 2021, but here we are. And again, just the fact that a Zoom musical was somehow less disturbing and better than Cats the Movie is beyond me. Speaking of cats, do you remember, I, I don't know if you remember this part in the play, but they sing, they're like, Yes, Jellicle. Yes, rats, oh my gosh. They sing Radical Rats in the tune of Jellicle Cats. Thank you for reminding me of that. It's like even they were aware that this was a better musical than Cats. <laughs> That's my favorite part. <laughs> um, so I want to talk about some paramours. It's a little juice for you guys. We've heard a lot in the celebrity paramour realm this week. JVN, a.k.a. Jonathan Van Ness, like secretly married this model, Ginge, Mark Peacock, who I think is a British guy. They look very cute together and cozy. And he's friends with Nicola. What's her last name, Kenzie? Coughlin. Oh my god, guys, I swear. I'm sorry. Like, I don't know why the names are not flowing to me today. And sometimes, like, I'm I'm I have an outline, you know, but sometimes I just get a little wild hair and want to talk about something that's not in my outline, and the names don't come to me. And maybe that is what old age for me is gonna look like. I I don't know. All right, the one I really want to talk about though is that Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles were spotted holding hands at Jeff Azoff's wedding. Now, before we get into this, I want to pause right here and insert a clip of me predicting that either Florence Pugh or Olivia Wilde were going to try to date Harry Styles. And I wasn't sure which one it was going to be. But considering that uh, Florence has not officially ever announced her breakup with Zach Braff, and for all I know, they're still together... You know, I think my prediction came pretty true. Is it really set in stone? No. But am I going to use, am I going to find the clip and insert it right here? You're damn straight. So enjoy. Honestly, I've heard that Florence Pugh and Zach Braff are breaking up or like on a break or just like kind of on the rocks. And then Olivia broke up with her boo. And conveniently, Olivia and Florence Pugh are about to be in a movie with Harry Styles. So... Sounds like they want to get down with Harry Styles. Can't blame them. Okay, back to present day. So I don't have a lot to say about this because Harry loves an older woman. I think though this might be the first time he's dated someone in public who has kids. Olivia has two kids with Jason Sudeikis. We talked about how her and Jason were never married, but obviously they had a very serious relationship. And so I don't think it's out of the norm for Harry to be dating someone six years or I'm sorry 10 years his senior she is 36 he is 26 I do think they're kind of cute together it's it's always hard for me to look past my jealousy with anyone dating Harry Styles it is such an irrational thought and I realize this like I want I fully fully realize how irrational it is to get jealous over someone dating someone that I literally don't have a chance in hell to ever even like 
share a friendly kiss with. And again, you guys know I'm all about manifesting, but I am so beyond aware that all I can really manifest is a friendship with Harry Styles because there is no way in hell that we would ever have a romantic relationship. Like I am painfully aware of that fact. I am not a model. I am not Olivia Wilde. I like to think he want to be around me for my personality, but I'm just, I'm not going to cut it. I'm not, I'm not cool enough. I'm not artsy enough. So I've really let that, you know, dream die. Like it's not happening for me. And yet here I am still sitting here being like, that should be me. You know, it's, it's absurd. (laughs) And how many girls feel that same way? It's like, you look at it and you're just like, oh, damn. Damn. Yeah. Right. It's like, you feel this little twinge and you're like, that's not normal. Yes. Yes. Actually, Kenzie and I were talking about this not long, not that long ago, that the first time she felt jealousy was when Taylor and Harry were a thing. And, and yeah. And sometimes the thing I think about to this day, I get jealous of people who have ever even got to like hook up with Harry. I don't even care if they had a public relationship. I'm like, they got to do that. And I, I mean, that's why I'm convinced that, uh, Gold Rush is about Harry Styles on Taylor Swift's Evermore album because she's like, she kind of gets to the point where she's like, you know what? It's kind of old being with someone who everyone just looks at you and they want to know what it's like to be with you. She's like, yeah, I'm actually kind of over that. It's not all it's cracked up to be. So, you know, maybe it's all for the best that we can't all actually have Harry. Um, back to Olivia and Harry, I thought her dress she wore at the wedding was very trying to be Gucci granny chic to go with, you know, Harry's love of Gucci. I like predicted it was Gucci just looking at it and it was, um, it wasn't a great look. (laughs) I do have to say though that they must have as party favors given out, uh, masks in little silk bags. And I was proud of myself because the stout masks that I recommended last week and legit shit, they look very similar to these masks that I think are from Vampire's Wife, but those are sold out now, I believe. But if you want to get the stout ones, they look very, very similar to the ones they are wearing and holding the little matching bags of. And everyone's freaking out about Harry holding the little whiskey just like so nonchalantly. And honestly, wow, like it just looks, how does he always look so effortless? Again, I'm sorry, guys. I know the amount of times I've gone on a Harry Styles rant is is too much. It's far too much. But what I really want to talk about is Olivia, actually. So when this all goes down, I was doing a little search. I was trying to find some more pictures. And I found this article in The Sun. And as much as we all knew about Olivia dating Jason Sudeikis, please let me know if you knew this fact. I did not. It says that as a teenager... Olivia secretly married an Italian prince who lived on a school bus and went on a sex bender when they eventually split. So when she was 19 years old, she and Tal Ruspoli, who was a filmmaker and musician, they met via a family friend and his (laughs) aristocratic family owns a famed palazzo and castle in Italy. But Tal led a much more humble life. And this guy looks pretty hot, but he also looks to be like quite her senior. So I'm like, this bitch, she gets to bone Harry, have kids with Jason Sudeikis, and she was married to a prince. Like, sign. Yeah, how does she have time to do it all? Like, she's only 36, and I'm sitting here at 32, not having a damn boyfriend. So I don't know, girl. Props to you. I don't know how you get it all done. You must have more hours in your day. 
props. As we are speaking about people coming together, <clears throat> sorry, I need a little wine lubrication in the throat. Let's talk about couples calling it quits. So there's been rumors for, I would say, ever since Kanye went on his first like very serious Twitter rant that was off the rails, um, and maybe even a little bit before that, there's been rumors that Kim Kardashian and Kanye West are getting a divorce. I think the rumors are true this time. I definitely think it is 100% happening, and I would guess that it's going to be announced by... See, I actually think it would have been announced sooner, but I think with everything and the disgustingness and terrorism that happened at the Capitol yesterday, I think it got sidetracked. I think they will come out with their announcement by next Tuesday at the latest. I think it's imminent um, that she will be filing very soon. She might file, I don't know, tomorrow night. I, I don't know. I, I just I just have this feeling it's coming. Um and with that news coming out, someone had a TikTok where they were saying that the reason Kanye and Kim, and I'm sorry to not cite this person, I I, I just don't know who said it, and I, I don't think there was any truth to it, so I don't know if they need credit, but it claimed that the reason that they were getting a divorce is because Kanye was cheating on Kim with a very famous male beauty guru. So immediately people started to say that it had to be Jeffree Star because Jeffree Star just recently bought property in Wyoming, Casper, Wyoming, where Kanye also, you know, they have a home out there. And I think it just made sense as far as like Jeffree Star has in the past said that he has hooked up with actors and rappers on the DL and like to this day won't name names because he's literally scared for his life if he releases who they are because they threatened him because this was... I guess, allegedly straight actors and rappers that he was hooking up with. That was in the Shane Dawson documentary on Jeffrey that he talked about that. Um, so <laughs> people were all up in arms about this. And Jeffrey, I'm sure, was just loving the attention. He posted this Instagram of him in a robe, his hair all done. And he's like, ready for Sunday service, <laughs> which if you know anything about Kanye, he famously does these Sunday service um, kind of musical church hybrid performances. And just today, I listened to it on the way home. Jeffree Star posted a video on YouTube addressing the Kanye rumors. Now, I am not one to like really stand Jeffree Star. He's obviously hugely problematic. Did I buy that conspiracy palette he did with Shane Dawson? Are they both problematic? Yes. I like that palette though. I'm not going to lie. Maybe, maybe I won't give them my, you know, business in the future. I was less aware back then, but nonetheless, it is a good product. If you are interested in buying a Jeffree Star eyeshadow, they are very pigment pigmented. Um, so he posts this video and He's just like, guys, like I just woke up and my phone was blowing up and I was like, oh my God, what kind of scandal am I dealing with today? And then I just realized everyone was saying I was hooking up with Kanye West. And he's like, it's just so absurd. It's so funny. Like I like, I like tall guys and I've never met Kanye. Like I know we're in Wyoming, but it's just, no, it's, it's not it. <laughs> So I think he squashed that rumor. I believe him. I really don't think there's anything to be said for that rumor. Do I think that there could be some truth in Kanye hooking up with a beauty guru, male or female? Sure. I 
I wouldn't say that's out of the realm of possibility, but I think this person on TikTok was just trying to stir up some drama. And I mean, look, they did. I, there's so many news sources talking about this. This is just a random thought, but I get a lot of ads on Facebook for sites that I peruse. I'm sure all of us do. And one of the sites I often peruse is the St. Laurent site. Do I ever buy anything from it? No. But again, we just like to manifest that rich, rich life. And lately, I've been repeatedly getting advertised the YSL penis pendant. And I haven't heard of anyone else talking about this yet. Because you know how usually when there's some weird fashion item, everyone's like, oh my God, like what were they thinking? Like what was Mesa Margiela thinking with these camel toe shoes? You know, I haven't seen anything about this YSL penis pennant, which is literally a gold chain with like a penis without the balls. So just like kind of looks like a lumpy sword hanging off of it. Please look it up. I just need to talk to someone about it. Oh, and before we move on to our first articles of the day, I wanted to mention that Lindsay Peoples Wagner, who was the editor at Vogue, she was she's this like a badass black woman. She was the youngest uh, editor of a Condé Nast magazine, and she is now the editor in chief of The Cut. So I felt like that was relevant for our podcast that she moved over from Teen Vogue over to The Cut. So welcome, Lindsay. Maybe we can have you on the podcast one day. Finally getting into our articles for the day. I was so loquacious in that intro. Our first article, Influencers Feuding After Both Naming Their Babies, Baby by Claire Lampin. Yes, you heard me right. They both named their babies, Baby. So alleged friends and confirmed Instagram personalities Jessica Hart and Sasha Benz have reportedly been warring over whose baby is really baby. So I did a quick Instagram perusal. Now, Jessica Hart, she has that get the London look look, which by that I mean a tooth gap. And obviously she's stunning whatever. She's like the model type. But you know, that kind of gives her that separate look, that Rimmel London look. And then... Sasha Benz, she owns these companies that have wild in the name, but she spells it W-Y-L-D. And she seems to be like this Hamptons chick. And I don't know. The other girl seems more famous, Jessica Hart. And so she was the one who named her baby, Baby, but she spelled it B-A-Y-B-I. Now, the drama comes in. No, I'm sorry. Bins, like we're this is just too many influencers here. Bins, the Hamptons girl with the wild company with the Y in it. She named her baby baby with a Y in the middle. So B A Y B I. Now, Hart recently, she's the Gap girl. She recently named her newborn baby as in B A B Y. And the B-A-Y-B-I came three years ago. So apparently, Hart is pissed and she thinks this is theft of her intellectual property for naming her babies. And apparently, they stopped speaking for a while. And of course, the one who named it Baby just spelled regular. Of course, she was inspired by the movie Dirty Dancing. And their full names. I, how can I on the, you know an audio platform <laughs> distinguish that one of these is B A Y B I and the other is B A B Y? Baby like baby. <laughs> but I want to say that every time I'm saying it. So okay. how about a baby 
is B-A-Y-B-I, okay? So Baby Blue Bins is older than Baby Ray Hart. And according to the Sydney Morning Herald sources, the latter's name was not a longtime dream, but a riff on the one that the Binzes had already claimed. So Binz was blindsided when Hart informed her of the decision just a week before baby's birth. And she said, we are calling her baby, but don't worry, it's spelled differently. Hart announced, according to a friend of Benz's, who added, Sasha was devastated that her close friend would copy her daughter's unique name, especially after she'd gone to her for name ideas. And then this statement came out from Benz. Why am I covering this? I don't know. I just felt we like we needed some levity, some little brightness in 2021. I hope you find the humor in this that I did. So Ben said, of course, Jess and I are still friends. We chatted it out a few weeks back and I'm happy that she has a name she loves for her beautiful girl. And while she reportedly did not dispute the rumored beef, she insisted it was over. This is her moment. I want her to enjoy this beautiful part of being a mother. Baby is almost three now and our new babies are only weeks apart. So it's more important that they all grow up knowing that there are more important things to care about. And both Jess and I agree on that. But as the cut points out chaotically, a source from Jessica's camp told the Daily Mail that Baby has always been on Hart's list of names before she even knew Sasha and her baby. It's unclear precisely when the two women became friends, although there is a photo from them hanging out in Montauk as of August 2019, after Baby Benz was born. (laughs) I mean, oh my god. Okay, so this is interesting on a few levels. Drama over friends or family members stealing each other's children's names is a big deal. So (laughs) to this day, I think my sister is a little bitter, my sister Mackenzie, that our aunt and uncle named their child McKenna. They might hear this, but last time they listened, I was talking about like pussies or something and their kids were in the car. So hopefully they never hear this. But she was a little offended. (laughs) Oh, yes. And so literally, the idea was they were going to name their child Mackenzie. And Mackenzie likes like, to tell these stories 20 feet from the mic. And I've for the past, like, two minutes, I've been telling her to come over. So. Okay, I'm sorry. So they were going to name they, – and maybe they – like I said, maybe they joked – they were just joking. But they were like, yeah, we actually are debating their name about Mackenzie. And they're always like, we don't like trendy names. We want traditional names. But McKenna's a little trendy, and it's one syllable off of my name, and I'm 17 years older than she is. So it's not like we're close in age. Okay, I thought this was resolved about 16 years ago, but clearly she's holding McKenna. a little bit of a grudge. I get McKenna. I get called McKenna. I'm 25. She's eight. Okay, moving. Wait, no, I'm not done with that story yet. So again, clearly this is something that people like get up in arms about. So I get it. I get that aspect of it. But why the hell are you naming your baby, baby? I'm almost better with the spelling of it B-A-Y-B-I because at least she could go through life and like be like, yeah, call me Bay, Call me B. You know, like it. It's a little more fluid. Straight up, baby, no. That, yeah, it's just, it's, 
I mean, to each their own, whatever. Who cares? I No one cares. But it's it's weird as fuck. What can I say? All right, moving on to something darker. I sandwiched this in the middle so to not leave you with a bad taste in your mouth. Alexander Wang denies atrocious sexual assault allegations by Amanda Arnold. Okay, so... A few days after he was accused of being groped and there were sexual assault allegations coming out against Alexander Wang, he's finally broken his silence. And in a quote to the New York Times, he says the accusations are baseless and grotesquely false. He says, I've never engaged in the atrocious behavior described and I would never conduct myself in the manner that's been alleged. I intend to get to the bottom of this and hold accountable whoever is responsible for originating these claims and viciously spreading them online. Now, videos have been unearthed of, I forget who was in the video. Why do I want to feel like it was someone with James Corden? I don't think it was, but it's two celebrities and they're talking and they're like, yeah, um, he gave me a whole glass of water and I started drinking it and then it was vodka. And, and the other person goes, oh yeah, that's like a party trick of wings. He loves doing that like super casually, like it's no big deal. Now, at first I was like, oh, that's kind of fun. Like, you know, fun party vibes. And then I was like, no, that's awful and kind of roofy-ish. So I get it. Now, all of this story kind of started based on a TikTok. Clearly, TikTok is the theme of all breaking news these days. So a model named Owen Mooney accused Wang of grabbing his genitals at a crowded New York City nightclub in 2017. In the video on TikTok, he says, I was by myself at one point and this guy next to me obviously took advantage of the fact that no one could move and just started touching me up, like fully up my leg and my crotch. And initially, Mooney didn't share Wang's identity, but so many people guessed it in the comments and started coming out with their own stories that finally he admitted that the story was about Alexander Wang. And if you don't know who Alexander Wang is, he's a very famous fashion designer. Um, I would say Hailey Bieber wears a lot of his stuff. I think they're pretty tight. She wore his stuff to the Met not that long ago. Um, He has a pretty distinctive style. It's a lot of black. He puts Wang on a lot of stuff. He actually has really cool shoes. Uh, he does these cool rhinestone bags. Now I'm like, shit, I guess I'm never buying Alexander Wang stuff. So Diet Prada, which is a famous Instagram account where they kind of unearth shady things in the fashion industry, they've been sharing a lot of stories about this. And the Cut article wrote that the stories paint a disturbing image of Wang, who's known apparently for his rollicking parties, which I didn't know. But people claim that they have been drugged with MDMA-laced water, that they forced that he forced them to drink beyond their limits. One person alleges that Wang raped their friend. And uh, Diet Prada wrote, the designer has built his brand around a hard partying anything goes ethos, creating walk of shame inspired campaigns and even casting R. Kelly in his spring summer 17 campaign. But now tales from behind the velvet rope are spilling out. So I think we're going to hear a lot more of this coming out in the upcoming months. It's fascinating to me because I could be wrong about this but I think this is one of the first times we're hearing about a gay prominent man uh coming under this since kind of like Kevin Spacey can you think of another one Kenzie I feel like the last gay guy that got a lot of attention and then ultimately was fired from so many things was Kevin Spacey who I guess was he even openly gay I mean I don't I don't know oh right 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 
I can't believe I forgot that. He tried to like to. Yeah. So again, we'll keep you posted on where that goes. Again, I wanted to end this on a lighter note. So Christine Baranski is happy to know you love her. Hollywood's best Chris loves you too by Carenza Cadenas. Now, when I think Christine Baranski, I think grown-up Martha May in the people version of The Grinch and Mamma Mia. So maybe that's what you know her from too. But obviously she's in a million other things and she's always perfect. So I wanted to discuss this article. Now, first off, she is 68. She's looking sexy as ever. Like, girl has a perfect face, honestly. Getting into the article, she... It says she brings light and energy to everything she does, including our Zoom. She's wearing very cool gold aviator glasses and is backed by tasteful yellow and white striped wallpaper. I love yellow, so I just wanted to share that little factoid. And this article informed me that she worked with Dolly Parton on a holiday movie called Christmas in the Square, which please cue that up on Netflix right now because I want to watch it. We all know Dolly Parton is my Capricorn goat matriarchal goddess. It's her birthday coming up soon, so can't wait to watch that. And Christine says that the privilege of working with Dolly was a good dream come true. My management said Dolly's a big fan and wants you to be in this. I almost didn't need to read the script. Acting with Dolly Parton and being her girlfriend for a little while, what's the downside? Everybody says, is she really that nice? She's beyond that because you realize how hard she works and how much she gives of herself. And because this was not her only project, I think she works in the middle of the night writing songs and running Dollywood, which honestly she probably does. Now, another thing I love from this article is that Christine gives her idea for Mamma Mia 3, and she says she's not sure if she can get Bjorn and Benny from ABBA to, like, you know, unearth some more songs from them, which I didn't know they were, like, actively involved in the making of the other Mamma Mias. I'm sorry, you know, Bjorn and Benny from ABBA. Did I say that they were from ABBA? Okay. Okay, just checking. Uh, So Christine's idea is that they, all the actors, they gather on an island and they talk about their experiences and they sing songs and duets and they do it loosey-goosey and release it online. (laughs) And they would call it Mamma Mia, the reunion party. And I personally love that idea. Please, somebody make that happen. And then there's this very cute exchange between her and Carenza. And Carenza brings up that there's a lot of debate about who the best Chris is in Hollywood because, you know, we're always talking about Chris Evans and Chris Pine and blah, 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 blah. And (laughs) she tells Christine that she thinks she's the best Hollywood Chris. And and (laughs) she doesn't really understand. And and, um, Carenza's like, "I, I think it just means that you're the most delightful one. And then Christine tells this story about how uh, before she got to New York to go to drama school, everybody called her Chris and she chose Christine once she got to New York. And when people call her Chris, it makes her feel very warm inside because of her childhood. And then Carenza says, I think maybe it's fate. You are supposed to be the best Hollywood Chris. And Christine says, I'll take that. And I just thought that was so cute. Our grandma's named Christine and she goes by Chris and just warmed my little heart right up. Guys, you know what time it is? It's time for legit shit number 71. And on today's list, we have what is referred to as an African exfoliating scrub. I actually saw this on The Strategist, which is obviously one of New York Mag's like subsidiaries, so one of the Cuts sister publications. And I unfortunately ordered mine off Amazon. Again, you guys know I hate when I do that, but I'm really having trouble breaking the habit. So the link that I'm putting in the description is to an Etsy shop that, uh, from what I can tell, they're 
look exactly the same as the one I ordered off Amazon and the same actually think cheaper than the one I ordered off Amazon. So go support a small business. I am telling you guys, I am like a loofah girl through and through. Like I like a, I love a washcloth on the face. I never do it though because I hate washing that many washcloths. And then when I'm in the bath, it's kind of the same thing. Like I just am a loofah girl or like a a sponge, you know, those natural sponge things. Well, I read on the strategist that these are really popular and I want to say it's Nigeria and they are basically just these long pieces of cloth that are, it's like string tied together. Okay, I'm doing an awful job explaining this. Imagine a loofah when they become so used that all of the loofah fabric comes out and it's just like one big piece of fabric kind of. It's basically that, but with with um, the strings farther apart. Please just click on the link and look at it. I'm doing an awful job. But basically, the idea is that it's way more sanitary because it's able to more fully dry out. It's more exfoliating. It is so good for your skin to get off all of the dead skin. It feels really nice. And it's not as gross and bacteria-filled as a loofah in your bathtub if you're lazy about washing washcloths like I am. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And I can't wait to talk to you next week. Bye!